G'day punters, welcome to Victims on the Punt. We've got the Randwick Spring Champions Stakes meeting coming at you from Sydney. Mark Sheen, Mark Roden are here to help me get through the meeting and find a couple of winners. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Rail five metre at Randwick. Looks like fine weather. Yeah, weather's uh, fine. Um, no rain predicted. Um, so it just depends on how much irrigation they decide to put on the track. Um, track was a little bit off on the fence the other day. They've moved out past that pad, so we'll just have to see. But um, generally, there is some bias. Um, we'll just have to watch a couple of races and see what eventuates. Yeah, exactly right. Mark Roden, how are you finding picking up the bias in the early part of the, the meetings, especially when you have highways and midways to start the card? can be tricky. There was a meeting, a Randwick meeting up it was the day it rained, but when the fence looked good for the first three races, but it was completely gone, uh, especially after the rain. So that can be tricky. Yeah, it's a, it was true last week and after five. That's a pretty abrupt um, shift. So I don't think, it, you know, I don't think it'll be fenced off by any means. Um, the sort of four to six range generally can be running line, can be on fence. Um, the one thing looking at the stats on hunting form that stood out was that uh, you don't want to be drawn wide if you even settle midfield or worse. Um, the stats for gates eight plus for horses settling midfield and beyond are terrible. Yep, very low strike rate, uh, under 7% for each of those. So nice little pointer there, something to look for as the card unfolds. We'll start with race five, we'll go races five through 10. Race five is the Roman Consul. Group two, over 1,200 metres. The market on Friday morning has Pallali favourite at $2.25. Sword of State and Glen Eagles are six apiece. King of Sparta's eight fifty, and then O President is 12. Mark Shane, kick us off. Uh, well, Paul Lely uh, has been beaten in his last two starts, but I think he'll bounce back here. He gets back to Ramwick, where he's unbeaten three from three. Um, drawn a little bit awkwardly, I suppose. Um, I, I'd assume that a, a president of Tri-State will go forward and sort of stable will also kick up. So, look, he may end up in the 1-1. One, one. Um, you'd have to be fingers crossed to, to hope for that. Um but I just think he's the one to beat here. Sort of state could be an improver, but um, yeah, he was he was trapped wide the other day and did have a big weight. Still not sure about him. I think Glen Eagles might be the stumbling block, uh, even though he was wide at Kembla, which was the preferred part of the track. Uh, he was three wide on a limb at the back of the field, and I don't think that's ever a good spot to be in. So uh, two from four for me. Okay, Mark Roden, any thoughts here? Uh, it's hard to get away from him. Paul Lilly, he's just been, I think he's been crying out to get back to Randwick too. I think this is his track. Um, yeah, it's not a great draw. He could be free wide. I mean, it might pan out. He's got the right jockey on too. If he slots in 1-1, one, one, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. Just with that slight um, question mark on whether he gets in or not, I'd probably just want to show a better price. But that said, I had him clearly on top. Um I'm half interested in O President. Um, look, it was two from two last prep. Admittedly, probably had things to suit on both occasions um, in those wins. One was on a leader's track at Canterbury and one was, I sort of led all the way against things like Halal over 1,200. So he was probably best suited in that race. But look, he had, hard to know what to make of his trial. He was absolutely throttled. They booked Nash and he probably gets the coffin here from gate two. Um, and double figure odds. Look, if I'm backing Pulili, I'll cut out on O President. But... Um, yeah, it looks to have found a very good race for himself here, probably. Okay. Now let's have a look at the Angst, which is a group three for the Mayors over the mile. 
Amarolina, the Kiwis, $4.40 in favourite from Kiku at $4.80. Mirror Visions, 5 And then you've got Charlize at 10 All Saints Eve at 11 Grace and Harmony at 12 Mark Sheen, any thoughts here? Look, it's a tricky race because there's just no speed in this race. Uh, Splendiferous will probably press forward and lead, but um, I think they're going to walk in the race, which could prove a stumbling block for Amarolina from 13. Kiku from one not noted as a good beginner, even though she jumped okay the other day. And Charlize is a back marker. Uh, the only one that sort of slots into the right spot here, I think, is Mirror Vision. But um, she's a little bit of a question mark at 1,600 metres. But uh, I, I think she did enough the other day. That was a first run for five weeks. And I just think with no pace in the race, I think Mirror Vision gets the right run here. And I think Charlize was unlucky at Newcastle. Just the tempo of the race was totally against her. And uh, hopefully she can get in a better spot in the run. But uh, you could probably back six in this and miss the winner. It's a pretty open race. Okay. Mark Roden, you had a little giggle there at Mirror Vision. Is that because you found it again? Oh, and Charlize. That yeah. was a two. I might as well have stayed yeah. in bed this morning by the sound of it. Yeah, look, I, I agree with all of that. Um, Amarillina's been backed, which surprises me, you know, after seeing the barrier draw. Unless they're going to go forward or something, which... I don't think is their style anyway. Um, you, you have to give her some sort of nap penalty from 13, I would have thought. But um, anyway, they've, they've steamed into it. Um, look, if she wins, you're entitled to crow and say, I knew she was going to be too good for him. But if she has a wide trip, it gets too far back. You are not allowed to say tragedy or slaughter or, you know, how far this. It's You've known since Wednesday it's drawn 13. So, you know, why are we with her? Uh, I think, yeah, Mirror Vision... No champion. I've had she's been one of mine in the past, but I think she just gets a beautiful run here, and at five dollars is a fair price. I thought this, and Charlize, despite being a backmarker, is at least drawn in, so could either make some use of that and be midfieldish, um, or at least will be um, trying to cut through rather than circle. And I thought it, um, at the price, it was possibly worth saving on, but um, I agree, it's it's quite open. And you know, if Emerlina draws a gate, I've got a favourite. Um, so you know, I just had to look around it from that barrier. Sure. Okay, race seven, first leg of the quad is the Silver Eagle, uh, over 1,300 for the four-year-olds. You've got Count de Rupee, Ellsberg, both at the top at $6 from Equation at six fifty. Vangelic, seven. Amish Boy is eight. High Supremacy is 12. Exo Booms, 14. Uh, Mark Sheen looks reasonably open. Another uh, very good race. Another good, very good betting race, uh, the Silver Eagle. This is 1,300, so starts out of the shoot, not a very long run to the first turn. So I am looking for horses that uh, have low barriers or will race uh, in forward spots. And I've, I've come up with uh, Count Rupee and Vangelic. I think they'll get the best two runs. Uh, Count Rupee is up in class, but he ran a very good sectionals to win there at uh, Kembla. Very good last 400 and 200. It's a good horse, fresh. Um, I would prefer him at 12, but I think 13 is okay. And I think Vangelic, I know she got a picnic in front the other day, but she's going to get the perfect run here. She's going to find the fence straight away uh, from that barrier. And um, look, she's run fourth in a Coolmore, this horse. So she's certainly right up to this level. Ice Bath and Entrevier were in that race the other day. So even though she had all favours, she's going to get a good run again. So... Uh, eight from 14 for me. Uh, chances probably don't end there. Thought Ellsberg could have won a little bit better the other day, personally. Um, and I don't know what to make of Equation. He's unknown on dry tracks, but uh, he got a long way back the other day. High supremacy, I, th I think he beat Walkers the other day, so I'm betting around him. So in a very open race, but eight from 14. Okay. Mark Roden, what's your angle here? Uh, I 
don't really have one. I found this very hard to get my head around, to be honest. Um, uh, what have I got on top? Count, count the rupee uh, slightly from Equation, who I think will just get a much better run today. But I've got a, a host of horses under around $10, $15. $10. all in a bunch here. Um, I liked High Supremacy's win against weaker opposition, but I don't, I don't like him down in trip second up. I think he's going to be better around 1,600 metres at least, and so 14 back to 13. Um, I don't think it's a plus. It's probably another case of a horse where they've got an eye on the Golden Eagle with 1,500 is probably as short as he wants, uh, deeper into his prep, but because it's, you know, $100 million prize money, they're buggerising around with the prep to try and get him into that. Uh, I think the, the provincial horse, Sammy's going all right. I mean, this is a monstrous leap up in class, but the way it's been, big margin um, two starts ago and uh, attacked the line really well, admittedly, against four horses last start. 30 to 1 could maybe spec it for something to do, but um, yeah, I've got eight or 10 chances. Okay. Uh, race eight's the group one. Spring champion stakes over 2,000 metres. Old mate Profundo's favourite at 350, ahead of head of state at 380. Never been kissed is 480. Allegron's 850. Benno is 12 and everything else is over 20 to 1. Uh, Mark Sheen, there doesn't look to be too much pace in this race on paper. No, there doesn't. You'd think never be kissed and go forward. Profondo raced in the 1-1 in the in the gloaming, and those two leaders aren't in the race uh, today, or on Saturday, I should say. Uh, I think he should probably just follow never been kissed across and um, should end up in a reasonably forward spot. I think he can Varel probably go forward as well from a wide barrier. Uh, look, I am siding with Profondo. Look, he did everything wrong the other day, but he was only having his second start, whereas head of state was having his uh, fourth run into the preparation. So, uh, look, I'm banking on him doing everything right in the race, I suppose, but um, I think 2,000 Ram will certainly suit him. Head of state, obviously, the danger. They did gap the others uh, there the other day. Benno probably should have finished a bit closer. I didn't think satirical glory was completely hopeless around 40 to 1 either. Okay. Uh, Mark Roden, is this just the case of potentially the best horse in the field versus uh, inexperience? Uh, best horse in the race versus the best jockey in the race as well, I suppose, is another way of looking at yes. it. Um, I think I'm going to side with Head of State this time. I, I mean, we all did our money on Profondo last time. Um, <clears throat> look, natural improvements and a good run on the pace might get the job done for Profondo. Head of State to be fair, though, um, ran on on a day they weren't. Look, he was in the running line. He wasn't free wide, and Profondo was also one off the fence. But he, got, he stood him up a few lengths and, and ran him down, even though Profondo pretty much threw the race away in the last 100. Um, but head of State's... The pennies kind of dropped with him as they've got him out of the ground, and he's attacking the line really well, and he has Jay McDonald on his back. So I've got a slight lean to him. Um, to make him a screaming bet, you know, I'd rather $4 plus. He has trimmed up a little bit... Um, I don't think 380 is enormous value, but I think I lean to him over Profondo, so I'll probably back him. Uh, I th yeah, gee, I just noticed now, never been kissed has been back, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe they're thinking it might be leader's advantage. I don't know. I don't know, but that's, that's an interesting move up to 2000. Um, my wild uh, having a dream, Ruffy, is number 13, uh, Baloo, who's attempting to complete the coveted Garden City Guineas Spring Champion Stakes Double. I don't think it's ever been done before. <laughs> but there was... Um, she's still on the up, and there was a bit to like sectionally about how she did it at Toowoomba when she was, um, interestingly, ridden 
off pace after leading and being run down by uh, Star Tontes at Boomba in the start before. So maybe, you know, getting a nice number from five, she can run into the placings at 20 odd to one. But yeah, look, if Nash was riding Profundo, I'd be with him. Um, look, I'm not here to knock Ardolan and things might go right for him, he might get the money, but I just have to lean slightly ahead of state under the circumstances tomorrow. Okay. Race nine is the Group 3 Nifson over 1,200 metres. Great News is $5, Minage is five fifty. Bellucci Babe and Rocket Clock are eight apiece. Sweet Deal's 10. Wunderbar is 12. Madame Legend's 13. It's another open race, Mark Sheen. Yeah, we've got a, quite a few uh, first uppers here. Sweet Deal's come back um, from the breeding barn. I think they were retired and are now trying to get a spot for the invitation. So she's come back into work. Rocket Clock's first up. Minaj is first up. Been trialling well, but uh, they haven't missed it in the market. Um, Look, I'm going to give great news one more go. I thought it was disappointing at Newcastle, but three out of three at 1,200 metres um, and uh, drawn a better marble than the last time she raced here at Randwick when beaten by for two. So the last two runs have been at 13, 50 and 14. So I think 12's more her go. I think Wonderbar's decent value and Madam Legend, both both are good odds in my opinion. Um, both those horses... Um, just seem to be a little bit too far out in the market for mine. So 10, and I'm going to have a spec on those other two as well. But again, another race with six or seven chances. Okay. Mark Roden, what have you got? Uh, going a slightly different way. Um, despite having never won beyond 1,100 metres, I'm going to give Bellucci Babe a chance up in grade on the limit. It is a pretty compressed set weights race, but she's, uh, she's carrying effectively the limit. At Gosford, uh, yeah, it was a metro, midweek metro at Gosford, she settled off pace and attacked the line. She had been, um, she'd been a leader in the past. They'd been trying to ride her a bit quieter, that she settled beautifully in a midfield position, trailed on the lead and then passed it. This is obviously a step up, but um, I like the sections and I like the way she, like the way she did it. She's got a great overall record, and at around $8, I can back her. Um, away from her, I think there are a host of chances, as is pretty um, typical for this kind of mare's race. Um, Minhaj is a very interesting runner. First up for the new stable, I couldn't get it as short as the market. Um, but obviously one of the chances, great news. Jeez, uh, some jockey change on this too. It was almost impossible to quantify uh, running the numbers on it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think she's going to get a very good run and be a chance. Um, and you could mention four or five others at the very least. But I do think um, Bellucci Babe is a bet at $8 and a little bit of value. Okay. Let's have a look at the last. It's a benchmark 78 over 1,000. On the lead is favourite at $3.10 from Marnix at $3.40. Uh, Kinlock is $4.60. Leo is $7.50. Just Field is 12 Battleground is 15 Mark Sheen, anything in the last? Oh, I've got to be on, on the lead here. It uh, ran second to Bellucci Bay, but um, at Gosford never got on the track. If you look at the side-on shot, you'd think it got in, but if you look at the steward, he never got in. Three wide and a limb all the way. Gets McDonald from inside drawer. He's a gross horse who generally improves with racing. He loves dry tracks. Um, looks the winner to me. I think Kinlock's the danger. Marnix uh, looks under the odds to me. I've, I've just about had enough of it. I know he's got no weight here, but... Um, He's a massive question mark to me as as a racehorse. So three is a, a good thing. Okay, Mark Roden, how do you see it? Um, well, I can't tip Bellucci Bay in a group race than the previous, and not tip on the lead in this. His run was as good, if not better, uh, with that wide run at 
Gosford last time. Um, drawn inside, just I mean, some of these country horses look like they'll run along, like it's a proud, proud mare, and one or two others, um, and he should just get the drop on them. Um, I think a thousand's too short for Kinlock, and I, yeah, I think Marnik's a bit of a money muncher too. Um, drawn one, 52 kilos, we'll have admirers, and I can see why, but uh, I've got on the lead a fair bit shorter than 310, and we'll be accommodating them. All right, what a great way to finish the card. Can't wait. How outstanding is that? We hope it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so that does bring us to the end. I'll get your best players, value bets, and so forth. But uh, I'm guessing it's on the lead for you both. Uh, any, Mark Sheen, anything else in the card that stands out? Um, let me have a boat peek here. I'll just be with you in one second. Um, got to defer to Mark there for a minute as I yeah, scroll yeah, no through here. Yeah, on the lead, best. Um, I think Bellucci Babe's a nice bet at $8. And one in race four, look, Coastwatch is a golden nose place getter and going to be awfully hard to beat if he runs up with that. But there's a, there's a really progressive type in this called Cover Healy um, from the O'Shea Yard. And I'll, I'll be backing Cover Healy. And look, if Coastwatch gets to 64 or something, I probably don't want to lose any. But I think Cover Healy can run a great race. Cover Healy, $6 at the moment. Mark Sheen? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think Coastwatch is rock bottom price at the moment. Um, Cota Healy uh, was impressive winning at uh, at Goulburn. I, I missed the four dollars there. It was a bit slow off the market uh, at Goulburn, but uh, anyway, um, he, he looks hard to beat in that race. Um, I, and I'd have to lay Aaron Molina from that barrier, and with the setup for that race, unless Jay McDonald pulls out a uh, you know pulls a rabbit out of his hat. And uh, just before we wrap up, question without notice, did uh, you have a look at the trial of Classique Legend this morning? Yes, look, um, he ran um, he ran 33-4 for his last three, which was uh, over a second better than anything else. Um, look, they went slow in that trial, so mm. that's the only question I've got with him going forward. He looks to be flying, but they're not going to walk in in the, the Everest, they're going to run one eight something if it's a dry track, but uh, they are predicting rain next week as well. So we'll just have to see what we end up with. But um, yeah, it's an interesting scenario, Lesbridge going to this race uh, first up. Look, he has won first up in the past, but he's a gross horse. And normally, you know, he, I think he won the Everest with his third or fourth run in last time. So going to the race first up is a, is a massive uh, question mark off a bleed as well. Maybe he thinks... You know, that's it's going to get one good run out of him and then yeah. put him away again. So that's obviously stinking a great horseman. He knows the horse better than we do. Yep. It's certainly still, at this stage, a reasonably open market with uh, it's $4.50 the field. So we'll see who the final slot goes to as well. I think, uh, obviously, the Scalacci's in Melbourne. You've got Paul Ailey battling out with trekking for the Godolphin slot yeah. by the sounds of things. So you'd want to see Paul Ailey obviously pants this field on Saturday. But... Uh, We'll wait and see if that occurs. And seven-day backup against mm. that one. Yeah. Um, have you found out about your ballot yet, Mark? Or? No, um, that, they'll keep that until next early next week. We'll find out, I'm sure. So, uh, as I was saying to Peter off-air, uh, I think the club will probably be hoping that they'll get an increased uh, number of people to, with yeah. a new Premier. Maybe they'll yes. be able to do some business. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it would be the first New South Wales Premier you could do that. <laughs> In the business of doing business and what a good way to be. All right. Uh, thank you to you both. We'll catch up on Monday to review the meeting with Rob. Until then, enjoy the weekend. Go well and uh, looking forward to next week, that's for sure.